But uh, I'm sure you have other tricks, man. Well, let's hear some of yours. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I really like your thought, and, and, you know, that vibration really makes a difference. I think, first off, it starts with a really good stethoscope. But even before we get there, you know, you should be doing a set of vital signs in the house to give you a baseline so you know where you're going to go. But the, the thing that I always teach students is the blood pressure doesn't start with the cuff. The blood pressure starts with taking a pulse. So know mm -hmm. where the pulse is and get a feel for the pulse and then go ahead and worry about where you're going to put your, uh, your blood pressure cuff and how that's going to work. You need to kind of know what's going on before you do that. A lot of people take the blood pressure first and then a lot of times they're taking the pulse with the blood pressure cuff still on. You need to remove that blood pressure cuff so you can ensure that there's a good flow uh, and then you take that pulse. So you take a pulse... You, you feel the rate, you feel the rhythm, you kind of know what's going on, and then you put your blood pressure cuff on. There are some paramedics I've seen who are actually listening to the pulse with the with their stethoscope or listening to the pulse uh, in the brachial artery and, and just kind of hear and listening to that blood flow to know where to put the to put the uh, uh, the cuff. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, if that's their preference to do that, I think that that's okay. But I think what we want to do is we want to be able to uh, uh, kind of know where we're going to go and how that blood pressure cuff is going to go on. Always picking the right blood pressure cuff for the size of the arm. I think that's mm -hmm. always important. Now, here's one of the things that I, I, I think is important as we teach folks are you don't stop looking for the blood pressure and start listening for the blood pressure. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I want to talk about what that means is because we're always looking at the meter and we're trying to figure out mm -hmm. what those numbers are. And then we're kind of playing with the with the air, and we're stopping it at a certain point to make sure that's where we're hearing it first, and then that's where we're hearing it last. Listen for it, and then as soon as you hear it, lock that off, and then look at the number. And then as soon as it mm -hmm. goes away, lock it off, look at the number. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in in the bouncing of the needle. Actually, listen for what that that blood pressure is, and and I think that that's one of the things that uh, I try to get across to the newbies when when we're talking about blood pressure. Yeah, you want to you want to auscultate a blood pressure, not oscillate one. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you want to listen. Yeah, yeah, you want to listen rather than watch for the needle bounce, and you know, and pay attention to what's going on around you. Uh, you mentioned the cup size, and that is extremely important. One of the the failures I see, I won't I won't call it failure. One of the weak points I see in many new EMT suits, paramedic suits, is they're over reliant on technology uh, for. Uh, obtaining their vital signs and for obtaining their assessment. You know, if they could if they could get an entire patient assessment set of vital signs without ever laying a hand on the patient, that would be wonderful for them. <laughs> and you can tell the, the people that, that uh you can tell the EMTs that, that don't place a, a priority on it by the things they don't have when they show up for clinicals. Right. If they don't show up with a watch and a pen, then they're not really serious about assessing their patients and taking vital signs. Right. Um because they slap a blood pressure cuff on and they get their heart rate and their respiratory, I mean, their heart rate and their blood pressure from the NIBP machine on the life pack. And there have been studies that have shown that the blood pressure can be off as much as 10 tor when you're riding in an ambulance. And you don't want that because yeah. that's going to put you into a whole different management and treatment protocol.